12 to 1 on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. The next bar I'm going to feature is an institution, a landmark cocktail destination in Singapore with its laid back vibes, stellar drinks, and food from the creative team. It is 28 Hong Kong Street. Joining me on the show is Chris Pert, general manager at the establishment. He's been there for just over a year now. Chris, so glad we're finally doing this interview. How are you? All good, man. All good. Finally good to uh, catch up with you on your show, man, and see what you do during the day other than uh, hitting all the bars at nighttime. You've been the general manager at 28 for just over a year now. You were previously based in China. You know, during that year, since you've been in Singapore, what's that experience been like for you on a personal level? Man, it was a crazy year. Um, I mean, we got as I, when I got here, Singapore was still fairly heavily tied down with COVID restrictions. And then, yeah, throughout the year, those all got lifted. And then basically coming back to operations before COVID. So it was just a crazy year. Like, just, I don't know, like lots of stuff happening. Very lucky with how things turned out, actually. So, yeah, awesome year. Yeah, you mentioned the challenges. Of course, there were restrictions. There were limits on how many people could go out and sit at the same table. There were curfews at the time. But how did you overcome those challenges initially to make sure that you could make a real impact at 28 Hong Kong Street? I think, you know, for myself, it was just sort of about coming in and steadying the ship and, you know, gaining the trust of all the team here and getting comfortable in Singapore. And yeah, just sort of um, continuing on with the 28 legacy. We were launching a menu um, as I arrived. So that was sort of a big focus. And then, yeah, I mean, like I said, very lucky for things to get released as soon as I, a couple of months after I arrived. So really took the pressure off of us being able to return back to our normal trading style. Yeah, you lost uh, the face of 28 Hong Kong Street, which was Ronan. He was there for many years, but you still managed to pull through. You have a great team working at the bar. How much did they help you settle in Singapore? I mean, and just get comfortable and feel warm and feel welcome at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it was very smooth. Everything good. I mean, you know, we, we did lose Ronan, um, who was, you know, at 28 for, for many years, I think four or five years, and was a, definitely a stalwart of the bar here. But, you know, we pushed through, got some new talent on board. And as you said, we've got a super strong team now, and we're operating seven days a week. And one of the few bars doing that currently in Singapore, actually. So, yeah, it's been great. It's been great to find some, some fresh new talent to bring on board in 28. During this whole period, there was uh, this manpower shortage. And once restrictions started to ease out, you saw it more so how did you make sure that you know you filled those gaps yeah i mean just i don't know staying on your toes being ready to hire people and just going out there and being active about hiring people um and not sort of just waiting for people to come and, and knock on your door kind of getting out there and asking around and being ready to give people chances and acting quickly when when it comes to hiring people as well when you actually have the, when they said yes like getting them on board make sure that that's all done smoothly and yeah i mean we, we had a bit of luck as well this year um in terms of just you know just bumping into people and and then kind of coming on board and yeah, I mean, there are a lot of different factors there. But yeah, just, you know, staying on your toes, being being active. Yeah, all these kinds of things. Yeah. I think everything started to ease out properly once Asia's 50 best bars happened. And then since then, you guys have done yeah. so many international guest shifts. I mean, yep. 28 has gone overseas. You've got multiple bars from all over the world to visit Singapore. What's been the response like? Because Chris, you've gone to multiple places overseas and represented 28. How were you sort of welcome to these countries? 
I mean, it's always a great thing to go and check out other countries. And, you know, there's a lot of amazing countries around Asia that have, you know, fantastic bar scenes. And I mean, you look at a place like Seoul, I think, you know, they're doing amazing things. A, great, a lot of great bars, a lot of great people there. Very, we received an epic warm reception from the from everyone there as well. Same thing with like, you know, Bangkok. We've been to India a few times now. I mean, it's just a really sort of happening up and coming scene here in Asia. So great to be a part of. Yeah. And you are the general manager, 28 Hong Kong Street. But for those guest shifts, you were a bartender as well because of course you are a bartender at the end of the day what was it like to you know get behind the bar make those drinks uh, in a completely different setting I mean, super fun, man. Um, usually, I've, usually I've got one of the other 28 guys there with me, so it's not all me doing uh, doing all the work. I'm usually just mostly like maybe like throwing garnishes on drinks and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, I was a bartender many years ago, and uh, it's always good to jump behind the bar and, and make some drinks and push up on the bartending skills. So, yeah. <laughs> Are there any highlights that you can recall fondly from the last year? I mean, you did a lot of guest shifts, Chris, so go for it. I mean, in terms of us going traveling, I think definitely Seoul was uh, was a huge highlight. Um, just I don't know, like just the, the scene there is uh, really dynamic and was really impressive. I think our result in World Top Fifty was a real kind of surprise and and also a highlight for us. So yeah, I would say probably those two would be the highlight of last year. And how did you feel as the GM? Because on Asia, maybe not doing as well as the general public here expected, but really having, not necessarily breaking into the top 50 in the world, but still doing very well. So how did you feel? You know, because you only came here for a few months and then all these results were announced. How did you react? I mean, very relief, man. I was, uh, I wasn't even like, you know, after like, like you said, after our, our result from Asia top 50, where we didn't do very well. And then to get that result for world top 50 was very surprising and relieving. And, and yeah, I mean, uh, great result for us for last year, for sure. Yeah, and plenty more guest shifts to look forward to in 2023. Yeah. Chris, you did mention your menu that was rolled out after Ronin had um, left the building. What are some of the must-tried drinks on this menu? Well, I think our top two sellers um, would be um, our Black Forest Negroni, which is kind of modeled around a uh, Black Forest cake from Germany. It's a uh, sort of a dark cherry chocolate uh, rum Negroni that's absolute killer of a drink. Um, and our second one would probably be the spicy guava margarita. Again, big time crowd pleaser, huge, huge seller in the bar. And yeah, guaranteed to please for most guests that come to 28. And 28 is now back to, you know, pre-pandemic times. I mean, it's always crowded. And when you first, you know, took up this responsibility as being the general manager, it was a lot quieter. So how much has it changed? And did it surprise you by how well the bar is doing now? I mean, yes and no. Um, I mean, for me, it's a place that I think I would come and drink at if I was socializing. So I could definitely see why people come to 28. And I mean, it's a fun place. I mean, who, who doesn't want, who doesn't like to come to fun places to hang out and drink and spend time with friends? And so, yeah, I'm not so much surprising. Um, I hope that doesn't sound arrogant. But yeah, I mean, it is a, it's an amazing space. Um, you know, so many great elements to the bar. But yeah, I can see why many people come and have fun here at 28. And you also made a few changes when you came in as the GM. You got rid of a few things on the food menu, right? And you completely changed that up. So what's been the response like to that? Because there were a lot of crowd favorites that, you know, kind of disappeared, but you still managed to keep people still feel welcome. Yeah, I mean, it was sort of at the time just sort of kind of work with Chef Mel and um, trying to cut down on his prep load and still offering a nice selection on, on the food. You know, it's uh, as you mentioned, staffing before, the chefing situation in Singapore is even worse. So we're really struggling to get a, a second chef on board. So, but now, I mean, we've got we've got a second chef in for Chef Mel, uh, Chef Janica, who's amazing. So um, we'll probably be looking to increase and change our food menu up 
quite a bit this year um, and bringing in some new fresh items in that area of the bar. It's not just 28 that made you feel welcome. You know, the F&B industry in Singapore, particularly the ones who own the bars, who work at these different establishments, it's incredibly close-knit. So the response that you got when you took up this role and the friends you made so quickly, how much more at ease were you knowing that you just left China during the pandemic and taken up a whole new challenge? I mean, 100%, man. I mean, uh, very, very warm, welcoming community here in Singapore. Very close-knit. I mean, it's a small city and everything's very close together. And it's just, I don't know, everyone's out working hard, trying their best. And it's a fantastic scene. I think we kind of like show that for all of the guests and bartenders coming to the city for all the guest shifts as well. I mean, they really feel that sense of community here. So it's definitely a, definitely a big factor of what makes Singapore um, an amazing cocktail bar city um, on the world scene. One of the best um, cocktail scenes in the world spoken in the same breath as New York and London as well. Chris, a couple more questions. How has 28 managed to, you know, remain as one of the ultimate cocktail institutions in Singapore? I mean, you know, I've only been here a year. I can't really talk too much about, you know, the 11-year legacy um, of the bar. But, I mean, you just look at the general fit out of the bar. It's an amazing space. The lighting, the, the back wall that we have, our music, our sound system, our style. You know, we, ha- we sort of like kept it very consistent over the years. So I think that's sort of one thing that always helps you having something to last over an extended period of time is, is that consistency. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I think consistent, good product, I think is, is a good way of putting it. And we'll end off on a fun one. Chris, what's your favorite cocktail to order at the bar? I'm pretty boring. Let's say Negroni. Oh, Negroni. And what is your least favorite cocktail to make while you're behind the bar? Say the Ramos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Ramos. I mean, it's, it's still fun to make, so yeah. Been chatting with yep. Chris Bird, general manager at 28 Hong Kong Street, about you know how his life has changed since he came to Singapore, how restrictions have been eased, and dealing with all the challenges uh, that come with it. Also, the multiple guest shifts that they've done, not only in Singapore but around the world. Chris, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Look forward to catching up with you soon. Okay, thanks, Adrian. Talk to you soon. Bye. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.